The Bad and Ambitious Podcast is an unfiltered and authentic podcast where I will be discussing topics relating to self-improvement, finance, and relationships. I'm redefining what a bad bitch is, and I'm giving you the tools to be your most well-rounded and confident self. Follow me on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to podcasts. For up-to-date information and motivational content, follow my Instagram at the Bad and Ambitious Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello baddies and welcome back to the Bad and Ambitious podcast. On today's episode, I'm doing a collab with Kat and Gabby from the Bessies Unfiltered podcast. We're going to talk about how motherhood can change friendships. Hey Gabby and Kat, how are you guys? Hey Hey, Mary. So let's start off by you guys introducing yourselves and also your podcast that you guys are doing amazing at so far. Like you guys are definitely getting your shit together more than I have my shit together oh thank you I'm so yeah we yeah we appreciate that and I mean it's just a learning process like once you get started that's the that's the best first step you can take is just getting out there and getting started because little by little you'll improve and you'll start to see things that okay, I'm going to change this, or I'm going to do this next time, or things that you like, oh, I love how I did this, and so you just start growing, and I'm happy all three of us are growing together in this new journey of ours. I think it's so cool. Yeah, I think it's cool that you guys do it together, because I do most of my episodes alone, and the ones with guests are fine, because it's just like a natural conversation, but when I do it alone, I freak out, and I like delete episodes, even though they're probably fine, but I'm just too much of a perfectionist, and like, I didn't like the way certain things landed, or the way I said certain things, like, the way I even like yeah. enunciate one word in like the whole thing, I just like delete it. <laughs> oh, girl, uh, we mess you up see all the time. <laughs> all the time, and I'm like, we're gonna keep it. We're it's gonna push it out there. That's our podcast yeah. name. That's because you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how many people can actually relate to that, and it's the best. It's like you know what? This is me. This is the real me, and you know you take it or leave it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so our podcast is Besties Unfiltered, and we also have a YouTube channel. So we record a video as well while we're recording the podcast so you can go and see our expressions our mannerisms and everything um in regards to when we're doing the podcast i'm gabby coburn uh and i'm a mother of two beautiful baby boys and i just started working back in a corporate job as well as i'm continuing doing content creation and now i'm podcasting with kat Hello, and I'm Kat Galarraga. I'm the other bestie in Besties Unfiltered. (laughs) Uh, So Gabby and I started this because we have literally hour-long conversations, and we're like, we need to start a podcast. This is, we need to do something about it. So many people can relate about these conversations that we always have, and that's what initially got started. And again, we're in two completely different points in our lives. Like, I just started a new relationship. She's married. I don't have any kids. She has two beautiful kids. Um, and it's just nice to see the two different opinions on topics that we discuss. Um, as far as what I do, I do digital content creating now full time, as well as, you know, influencing and some part time things, wardrobe styling. So it's a lot of fun. We're both very creative girls. And this is another uh, creative outlet of ours that we enjoy doing together. Let's talk about how we actually met because I always like to tell people like how we met because it's 
I don't want it to be like, what the fuck, these random ass people all come together. So <laughs> I remember, okay, so this was like, what, February 20, what year was that? That, that like, was a while event. Back. I think it's that like was 2018. Yeah, I think so. So I <laughs> I have been like wanting to do more Instagram stuff because I, I was already like doing like those little companies that like send you free shit. And I was like, I need like a community. Like I was missing, like, I think. I just wanted more or whatever. And, like, I started looking up, like, um, local blogger shit. Blogging was, I mean, as people knew it, like, as just blogging was a thing. But not, like, influencing or whatever the fuck. So I was looking up, like, on Instagram. And then Bruna had her little, like, meetup thing. And Paula and I have become, since that day, like, really close. Isn't it? Yeah, isn't it wild how, like, we all kind of had that one moment where like, oh, let's join this community. We all come from different places and something in our lives is like, okay, I'm going to join this community. And we did. And we all met at the same time and we just started this little group and we were doing things we love and together. Yet everyone had a different personality and it was so (laughs) cool. And if anyone is like whoever's listening to this, if you're ever doubting like, okay, I want to join a group or something or a book club or whatever the heck you want to join, do it because something good will come out of it for sure. Yeah. And I remember, cause I'm not very like, so like, I mean, I'm social if I want to be, but like, I'm very like reserved and I like to observe people and like, I'm not like the girly fake shit, you know, like some people are. <laughs> so Paula yeah. and I, like we clicked perfectly because like we weren't she's, like, she's real. Yeah, she's real, and it wasn't, like, fake. And I've had, like, other weird situations with girls, like, blogger bitches that are, like, it seems so fake, and I want to throw up because it's, like, not... Blogger bitches, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, yeah. And, I mean, obviously, there's always going to be a few of those ducklings in in the group, but you can just let them be. Like, everyone just do you, and then you'll... You'll find your... Exactly, yeah. So... I'm so happy we did and yeah that's how it kind of all started and Kat had and I we went to high school together Mm -hmm. we went to a Catholic high school together back in the day it was like I don't know what 2006 or 7 yeah we graduated 09 we graduated 09 and then after you know how like when you graduate high school like everyone kind of goes in their own path to college yeah so that happened we didn't talk at all and not because of like bad blood or anything it's just like we went on different paths yeah. and then she reached cat reached out to me to do like a, a influencer collaboration together and it was so <laughs> amazing seeing her name pop up on my phone and it was just like oh my gosh someone from high school is reaching out someone from high school freaking loves me <laughs> enough to reach out again yes they thought of me yes. i'm so happy yeah right <laughs> and that's how it started um hilarious isn't that wild but it's, it goes to show that, like, people come into your life or re-enter your life at the perfect times and, like, when you need mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. okay. speaking about blogger bitches, how do you define <laughs> what a bad bitch is? Because this is my podcast. The point of it is to redefine what a bad bitch is. So, in your own words, tell us what you think what a bad bitch is. You want me to okay. go first? <laughs> yeah, Kat. I I love this question. By the way, when I when I saw you were gonna ask this, I was like, oh, this is really cool, and I can't wait to answer. But Kat, go first. I want to hear yours. I'm so excited to hear what you have to say. A bad bitch is just a 
really confident woman who knows where she's at, knows what she wants, is confident about it, doesn't really second guess herself, which I feel like every woman kind of has that inside. Or again, it's about timing with certain situations, like you bring that side out of you. It's almost like an alter ego, in my opinion. And I love that. It's very yeah. I know. And Kat is definitely a bad bitch. She is so cool. I love Yeah. And I'm going to bounce off of that, Kat, where you said, you know, it's kind of like everyone has it inside, Mm -hmm. but it's just a matter of like understanding your self-worth and knowing your self-value and bringing it to the highest point. I mean, it can be, it can be really difficult to get there, right? Like I'm still trying to get there. Like I, I don't think I'm at my confidence, most confident point in life and my, my baddest bitch life point. Um, But I'm always working to get more confident um, and understand who you are and love that person. Once you love yourself, then everything else starts to rise. Your confidence levels get better. Your social skills get better. Everything just seems to like increase as you start to love yourself. And Mm -hmm. then, I mean, there's nothing more bad bitch than walk a lady walking into the room and knowing like how confident she is. Right. Yeah. You just, you know, you can just sense it when someone walks in the room and you're like, oh, that's a bad bitch. And that's because she probably self values herself out of really high standard. And she's like, this is who I am and I love myself. So that's my spiel on bad bitch. <laughs> okay, I love that. And also, since you're a mom, the topic of this episode is we're going to talk about how motherhood changes friendships. But I also want to say that mothers are like the ultimate baddies. Like, yes. the fact that you guys carried life is fucking crazy and one day I'm gonna experience that one day Kat is gonna experience that so the fact that you were saying that like you don't think that you're there like bitch you've been there (laughs) you went past that girl yeah like that's insane that's amazing that's such like a great thing to have already experienced and you're probably a really good mom also your kids are so fucking cute like I cannot (laughs) handle but let's talk about how motherhood changes friendships because personally I've had friends who had kids like very young and when you're like super young I don't think anyone I don't think they really knew what was gonna happen for them in their lives as being you know young mothers and then for me when like I'm just doing like the normal like college avenue and like you know working and stuff like that there's can there can be like a lot of disconnect between friendships and even friendships that you've had forever so I want to talk to you guys about like how you guys maintain that friendship or how you know there's like give and take sometimes and like I know for me it's I don't really since I can't relate to that it's like I want to understand how like people could be better friends if you're a mother to be a better friend for the ones who don't have kids and vice versa Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's just a matter of being there for each other sometimes I know Gabby gets you know, super busy, like she has a lot going on. And I respect that. I admire her for that. I'll send her a text. Sometimes she'll, you know, forget to answer back. But I know that she will at some point, you know, when she has that extra time, we both put in work, like as if it was, you know, a relationship. And it's give and take like you, you put in the effort of the people that you love and want to surround yourself with. So and now with the podcast, it actually has brought us even closer because I talked to Gabby like three times a day. So I feel like if anything, it just brings us closer together. We have a mutual, you know, thing that we're project that we're working on at the moment that also brings out the best in us because we both like being creative and talking about 
you know, fun topics and discussions and things that I think will evolve both of us in the long run. So again, it, friendships are like relationships. You have to put in the work too. If you have people that, you know, don't respond, don't put in the effort or like never make the time to see you, then, you know, chances are that's going to dwindle out. I've noticed that a lot of girls, the ones who don't have kids are not understanding of mothers who have kids. And mm-hmm. that is, I would say like a problem, obviously, because then people, they create resentment when there shouldn't have been resentment or there's a lack of communication and it can ruin friendships that have, you know, been going on for a really long time. But at the same time, I feel like mothers should vocalize their needs or talk about if they need help or if they need space. Yeah, it's a completely different thing. Like I see, I mean, it's different generations too. Like I see my mom and I admire her so much more after seeing, you know, how my sister handles having her child. And you just have so much more respect for them. I'm like, where did you get this patience? Like, how do you do this? I'm with my nephew like an hour and I'm exhausted. So I just have (laughs) such respect for how moms do it all, honestly. It's good to know. For me, I was mentioning earlier that I already at my age have friends that have had kids. They're either pregnant right now or whatever, but I feel like there needs to be equal amounts of effort because mothers, I've noticed that like sometimes you're, you have every right to like be in your own world, but then the, a friend who doesn't have kids can get forgotten and then they mm-hmm. they start going out with their friends that don't have kids. So that yeah. they're the ones that are being left out in a way. If your friendship was, you know, a long-term friendship. And yeah. I think both people need to be like, like schedule something in the future. Like, you know, I'm very busy. So I'm like, I'm free in like two months. Like, let's do dinner this day. But it's like, yeah. I see that a lot of people just don't communicate. And that's, I think, part of the problem. Or like... You're right. You're definitely right. And I have a friend who was like... <gasps> okay, when you, when, cause I was pregnant and she's like, okay, well, you gotta be like a cool mom. Like you still have to go out with us. Like you still have to hang out. Like don't like isolate yourself and don't just like hide away. Cause all my friends who get pregnant, they hide away. And yeah. And that's just hard to find that balance. Also, like you said, like, I don't want any of my friends to feel like I'm not reaching out to them. And sometimes life, you know, just goes by really fast. So it, it can slip away, but you know what the best part is, is communication. If, if everyone in the, like, if everyone just communicates and say, Hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. I miss you. You know, let's, let's make time to get together again, whether your mother, whoever it is. Like, if you just say that and just communicate how you feel, your friendship can only grow. Um, you know, so what are the common misunderstandings? You kind of did touch on that, but I feel like I've had friends, I'm just being very honest. I don't know if they're going to listen to this, but it's like, okay, I, they think that like, I know what they're going through and I don't, I don't have kids in my career. It's just, I don't know what they're going through. They don't know what I'm going through either. Like they don't know what it's like to still have like my full independence for me to like, I can like up and leave and do anything. And I feel Mm -hmm. like, how do you like solve the disconnect between like, I feel like they could resent their free like not having like in some ways like the freedom that they had before um I think it's just different well I don't have kids either so I can kind of relate to what you're saying sometimes I feel like because we have more time some people can be like oh like it must be nice or yeah exactly that but you kind of have to like I don't take it personally I don't take it as an insult I just see like wow like they must be going through so much at the moment or their schedule must be so hectic like I'm 
I don't know. I'm more of like a giver, like pleaser. I'm like, how can I help you? Or if I see that like maybe, you know, a friend is overwhelmed, I'll be like, hey, do you want me to get you, you know, some groceries for the week? Or hey, do you need, you know, me to pick up this? Whatever it may be that it's like one extra thing they can take off their list, like do it. Like what it's going to take you five minutes. Maybe it's a day that you're not really doing much. You wanted to hang out with them anyways. It's things like that, that they appreciate and they value if they value the friendship they will you know keep that going and make sure they communicate with you and planning ahead in the future also helps a lot too because I'm a planner to begin with whether I'm single or a mother I will always be a planner uh give me a date and I'll do my best to be there with time you know yeah yeah I love that cat and like Mary, it's happened to me and Kat where I was mm-hmm. like, oh, you're so lucky you got to sleep in. And I didn't yeah. mean that. And I know Kat doesn't know that I didn't mean it in the worst way, but maybe like that morning for me was the hardest morning of my life. And I had to wake up at 5 a.m. and play dinosaurs. Like, and so that was like something I was maybe just like holding in. I was like, oh, Kat, you're so lucky, you know? And Kat's also busting her ass, you know, working doing her thing so like and I understand that and sometimes I think maybe in general like girlfriends just kind of like say things and they don't mean it or it's unfiltered and it's just like it comes out but that's what friends are for is to be there and support be like hey Gabby looks like you you know you had a rough morning I'm sorry you had a rough morning can I help you in any way or I can go to cat big cat I promise I didn't mean it that way and you know you just communicate I think but, that there's also levels of friendship, though, too. Like, me and Gabby are, like, sisters at this point. Like, our comfort, like, is beyond. Like, I can tell her anything. She can tell me anything. I think there's also different levels that you go through in friendships where you start out, like, you know, just going to dinner or, like, really getting to – it's like a relationship. Just getting to know each other. And then you learn more about the family. And then you get comfortable. And then you don't maybe text as much. So you go through those yeah. phases too and in, in friendships. And I just feel like Gabby and I are so past that that I wouldn't take anything she said personally and vice versa. If anything were to be like, okay, that kind of hurt me a little bit, I would be a cat like that hurt me, you know, whatever. And go, go from there. And just communication is key. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's take away, sorry, Mary, I just really want to say like, let's take away the motherhood. Let's take away motherhood. And let's just talk about friendship. Like everyone has a life. And everyone's trying to live their best life, right? So we all have to be understanding of each other's time, whether you have kids, don't have kids, have dogs, have cats, have three jobs, one job, whatever it may be, your time is valuable. And we all have to agree or come to some like agreement, like they're not, you know, someone's not, someone's time isn't more valuable than another's. Um, I think once we take that away and like really focus on just being there for each other, friendships can grow a lot yeah that's very important also to piggyback off of that I also think it's important to have one-on-one time if it's possible I know if like you have a baby that's it 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 could still be like one-on-one time with your friend but taking away like mothers or dogs or whatever if I have a friend I don't always want to see your man or your husband (laughs) (laughs) yes 100% I understand that you're a unit now or whatever but like I think it's important for women to have their own space mm-hmm. and for the guy to do, you know, whatever they want to do with their guy friends. But if I'm, if you like now you cannot be around without your man, like that is a different friendship and it's not the same. I would miss like the, 
the things that I could talk about without having your man there. Like, I don't know. First of all, like, yeah. I probably don't know him. And he's going to hear, like, all my little, like, my guy. Stuff you want to talk about with your friends. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, like, shit that I would talk about, like, about guys or whatever. And it's, like, I don't really care for his perspective. You know what I mean? It's, like. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just want your girl time. You don't really want to be with anybody else. It's just, like, this is my time with you. Yeah, or just, like, going out, like, for at night. Like, if you go to, the like, a club or a bar, like, your man doesn't always have to go. No, I agree. And just a little tip, like if someone's struggling and saying, okay, like, how can I make this work where I can go out without my significant other? Like, first of all, talk to them and say, hey, I'm gonna I need time to spend with my friends and talk girl stuff. And if they're like, oh, what are you gonna gonna go see other guys? Like, first of all, if your guy can't trust you, that's a red flag. Healthy. (laughs) Yeah, yes. And a little tip. So like what me and my husband do is we have a shared calendar on our phone. And we just drop in like, okay, going to dinner with Mary, going to lunch. He's going to say, oh, I'm going to go play soccer with my friends. And we just like start scheduling time with our friends, right, on our calendar. And we we both see it. So it's communicated. We know that day they're going out. So, you know, we can either make plans. Well, one of us will watch the kids or whatever. And then um, when we'll also schedule time for us, we'll say, okay, this is let's do dinner and a movie on Friday night, just me and you, you know. That yeah. way, because it, it could be also that they're, like, afraid that, oh, we never will have time to spend together. And it's like, well, just schedule it out. I mean, it's psycho to put on a calendar. I know. But it works for us. No, I think that's so. necessary because then you forget. And then you really need oh, yeah. like, your relationship time because I feel like that's how people lose the relationship when they're not catering to the other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're not a good couple, you're not a good unit, then you probably, you know, like, you just maybe like look elsewhere for like emotional validation or that's how shit like start you know what I mean Mary I just thought of this well kind of thought of what about like also an easier way to like start having girl time is maybe doing like a workout class together like Mm -hmm. scheduling okay let's go to do a Pilates class or a yoga class or a spin class and then after the class you guys can grab you know a smoothie or lunch and kind of he's not going to drive out to meet up for lunch and that's true do like you know, do something like super just for girls. Let's do a class together. I don't know, painting, do something that he probably won't like and start off that way. So she, your friend probably gets a sense of like, okay, I can be on my own. This is okay. I feel good about this too. Yeah. And I feel like if it's a class, like you said, that it can be like a routine thing. And that's how, you know, you catch up, like it's your one hour with your friend and that's mm-hmm. up with important stuff because sometimes it's kind of annoying when some friendships, of course, you talk to every day. Some friendships you talk to every three months and it's fine. Some you talk every six months. Yeah. Like you said, there's different levels. But I feel like if you personally, if like someone has not been in my life for the past few months, if there's like been major holidays or my birthday passed, you didn't say anything. That to me, I cut bitches off. Like I'm fucking ruthless. Like <laughs> I feel like if you weren't there for me, like for certain moments, then it's too weird to like catch up every year to be like this and this happened. And it's like it's just too much talking. You know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. yeah. Gabby, have you ever had any friends be like too overbearing as a friend, like with your kids, or like they're trying like too hard or something? <laughs> like to be my my kids' friends. Yeah, or just, like, they're <laughs> helping, like, too much, and you're just, like, this is annoying. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I haven't. Um, 
I mean, there have been times, like, I have a friend and I love her to death. And she's actually one of my mom's friends. And she is more overprotective than I am on, of my own kids. Um, it's funny. And, like, they'll be, we'll be playing outside at the park. And Chase, my youngest, he's, he's my wild child. He'll jump and he'll climb everything. And she, like, oh, my God, he's climbing, you know. And it's, I'm, like, it's okay. It's okay. And she's, like, I'm so sorry. She's, like, I'm just, like, that overprotective mom. But, like, it's fine. Like, it's not like she's inter, like, she's not stopping my child from doing what I would let him do but it's nice to see that she cares you know that it it affects her in a certain way I think it's beautiful and we all have a different like you said different perspective on life and some people are more protective than others or some really want to have that connection with your kid like I have another friend who every time she comes over she brings like bags of like sweets and like cookies and chocolate and deep down I'm like oh my god another not another chocolate chip cookie I was like this is gonna be a long ass night but I think to myself I'm like look she's trying to build a connection with my kids and what more like how awesome is that that one of my friends wants to build that relationship with someone really close to me or someone that I love so you give and take what's one chocolate chip cookie one time every so often right it's it's not gonna hurt um so I just kind of let it go unless it's something where I'm uncomfortable. I'm definitely going to be like those moms. Well, I mean, I say that now, but like the organic people, like giving like Kourtney Kardashian vibes because I am <laughs> like, I really look up like all the ingredients and like my own food. So if I have my own kid, I'm going to be like more fucking on top of that shit. I guess it's good that you, your perspective is more of like appreciative. Yeah, I think it's just different for every parent or mother like you each have your different way of parenting and the way that you take certain you know scenarios is up to you again it probably matters within the friendships you have too it's kind of like oh well I'm not so close to this one like maybe you have like you know a talk with them and be like hey like they can't really have this but if you want to bring this next time like that would be great but again, if it's like Gabby says, like if it doesn't bother her, then, you know, oh, what's one cookie, you know, every now and then. So I think it just matters, like what really is important to you and what value do you have versus, oh, like it's harmless or, oh, if this is, you know, something that I don't want to happen again, then just have a nice conversation with them and they'll understand because they don't know, especially if they're not a mom or they have a different parenting style. They're not going to know what you want unless you tell them. They're just going to keep bringing that cookie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's where it comes down to communication. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced like having to cut ties with people as just like general friendships. Like when is it time to move on and really not have them in your life anymore? Because some people are toxic and some people are just really not good friends. Like how do you guys deal with that? I just feel like sometimes you kind of, it's like breakups. Sometimes you just know when people aren't putting the effort in or again, you have different friendships where some of them you'll talk every three months, every six months, every now and then. And if they're not really wanting to see you or wanting to text you, like why are you the one that always has to reach out to, you know, like sometimes it's just nice for you to analyze kind of the whole relationship and be like, Hey, this person's not really talking to me or doesn't really make the time for me, doesn't want to schedule, doesn't call me. Why am I, you know, why am I putting in the effort? Why bother? Yeah. It's up to you whether you want to have that kind of like, maybe they don't even know and you kind of have to let them know. Like it's up to you whether or not you value that uh, friendship 
and be like, hey, I don't feel like we're really communicating nowadays. Like, I feel like I'm the one reaching out all the time. And they can either get really defensive or really understanding. I've seen it go both ways. And sometimes you don't even have to have that talk because when you look at everything together, it's like, oh, I don't really value this friendship. Like, I don't get anything from this in the sense of we don't connect. We don't really have anything in common anymore. They're not putting in the effort. You know, why bother having that conversation? But if it's a friendship that you've loved and cherished and you know you're going to have great memories in the future and you want to be a part of their future, then definitely have that talk. If they get defensive, then there might be something else that you don't know going, you know, behind that, that might be they're taking up more of their time, or it might just be, you know, timing. Hey, I don't really have time for this right now. I'm going through something. Okay, respect it, give them their space. If they want to reach out to you in the future, maybe you'll be there, maybe not. (laughs) And in the other um, instance, if they do kind of have this eye opening, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like, I've, you know, been going through a lot. But let's schedule something next week or let's do that class. Let's, you know, have a girl's night, whatever it may be and really connect and maybe have that conversation of, Hey, you know, I don't need you to call me every day or text me every day, but every now and then, you know, send me a meme, like let's chat, like send me a voice note, whatever it may be just to kind of keep your friendship going and growing as well. Yeah, that's true. And I think with social media, it's easier to maintain some sort of friendship, even though it can be, also the other way around where people are too on social media and they don't even like make an effort to hang out because you feel like you're still connecting with them Mm -hmm. but it is nice when people send memes or like videos or whatever that is still effort and I think that definitely should be you know appreciated yeah speaking of memes I feel like you post so many good ones on your stories I'm like constantly laughing I feel like I react to a lot of yours (laughs) I'm like this was so good (laughs) Um, like I post a lot I don't post like a lot of like my but maybe I do I don't know I go on like brands on my stories yeah but the most random shit on there it's so good though I love it I look forward to them so you like I associate really good ones to your account so I'm like oh I gotta go if I need a good laugh or something I'll be like yes I want to ask you how do you make friends like at this age I feel like everyone is either yeah at this point like knocked up like they're maybe on the way or they're already married, they've been had kids, or they're in serious relationships, they moved away. I feel like everyone is like, you know, doing their own thing. But for you, as someone who doesn't have kids yet, how do you make friends? Like, do you feel lonely? Do you, but you also have sisters too, right? So it's different. But what do you do to like, I guess, cope with like the changes in, you know, everyone else's like, you know what I mean? Like their stage in life. Yeah. No, I I think a lot of people can relate to that. I don't know. I feel like within my friend group, I'm sort of like the last one that's like single, like not married, no kids. But I come to like a point in my life, and I don't know, this was like turning 30 because I'm 31 now. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm in no rush to get married. I'm in no rush to have kids. Like I think when you're younger, you have this pressure where it's like, I'm going to be married by 25 and I'm gonna have three kids before I'm 30 like you have all these ideas and that's great to you know think good things for the future but sometimes that's not what ends up happening and unfortunately you know I've had bad relationships where things didn't work out but that doesn't mean like you know what I want in the future isn't going to happen I just haven't found the person that I want to do those things with which is perfectly fine on now going into the friendship thing it's a lot harder because a lot more people you know around my age 
are already married or they're like the type of friend that are with their husband now because they just got married or now they just had that first kid and that first year is super overwhelming. So you kind of have to just, I've gone through so many friendships where people, you know, have gotten married and have kids now, but I just know how to communicate better with my friends. Uh, And again, it's that communication and making sure that it's coming from both ways. And again, you kind of have to just be really patient with people too, especially when they have kids that like first, I want to say like five month period is really overwhelming for them. Like they're trying to figure so many things out. Like they barely have time for themselves, let alone to remember to text you and be like, Hey, remember that fitness class we talked about? Like you just have to understand like what they're going through too. And their, and their lives is, a lot more than you know a date night with you guys you know like it's going to be totally different from their perspective like yeah like sometimes I'm like oh you know like I miss my friend like it sucks that I want to hang out with them and you know they're going through this right now but maybe like Gabby was saying earlier like call them be like hey I'm dropping off a coffee like I just want to say hi if I can help you with anything when I'm there great like if you're busy like I'll just drop it off but it's just them knowing that you're there for them means so much more than you can think of. Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. I feel yeah. like also that has to do with maturity also. And like you mm-hmm. said, although you've had the experience of, you know, a lot of your friends are married, but when, you know, you're young, you don't really know. They don't know how to communicate. You don't know how to com- communicate. You're yeah. both very new to this. How do you find mom friends? Oh, this is such a good question because with my first uh, child, Oliver, once I had him and it was during COVID. So once finally things started opening up, he was about a couple, he was nine or 10 months old. And I was like, what do I do with myself? Like, how do I need to find someone who's going through the same thing as me? And also I want Oliver to meet someone like meet another baby. Right. Cause he had, we had been in quarantine for who knows how long. And I was like, he needs interaction. Like, ASAP. So one thing I did was I joined like a baby gym. So it's a little, it's a call. There's different ones you can find online, but it's a gym for uh, six months old and up. And I joined that and it's really great. It's almost like a mommy and me class. And you, you sit in a circle once they're really little, you sit in a circle and you like play little games with them. Like you stretch their arms and stuff. And you, meet other moms and they're going through the same thing as you but I used to get so nervous making like small talk with moms and once like I would ask like I think the first time I asked somebody for their number I was like hey like can I have your number and maybe we can meet up and grab something you know a coffee with our babies and she's like yeah she gave me her number and I went home that day to my husband I was like babe I made a friend today. I can't believe it. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to text her later. He's like, are you in love with this girl? Like you're acting like if you know when you had like that crush and you like got his number or he got your number. That's how I felt. And that's that's really like the emotion I was going through because I hadn't had any like I hadn't had to make any friends in so long. And then making a friend in a new like aspect of life like motherhood I was like oh my gosh like I would get so nervous and I would before I would leave for the gym I'd be like babe I'm gonna make a friend today he's like you do that you you be you 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 get her name and you get her number I'm like all right I'm gonna do this and like that's how I would go into these things <laughs> hilarious Cabby getting the numbers yeah <laughs> 
It's like Tinder for moms. Oh my gosh, I should start that. I could start that. <laughs> That's so funny. And then also you can join, there's like mom groups on Facebook. Um, so it's the neighbor, like either a neighborhood that you're in or a city that you're in. Like, let's say you're in West Palm. It's uh, moms of West Palm or moms of Palm Beaches, moms of Jupiter. And you can join those groups. Um, and everyone's so cool on there and so nice. And just like, hey, I'm going to meet at, I'm going to be at the park at this time. And I hope anyone who wants to be there, come up to me and say hi kind of thing. It's really cool. That's cool. That's also people hate on social media, but social media does have good things. Yeah, it's like important to have social interaction as a mom. I would imagine that, you know, you probably feel, especially during the pandemic, like everyone felt isolated, but to have like a kid and also to feel isolated and not be even be able to like go outside, feel safe. Yeah. And just like to have so much anxiety of like the freaking virus and everything. That must have been really hard. Yeah, and I actually like I'm not gonna get into any like my political opinions on things um but that was a learning curve too because maybe one mother had you know was treating the pandemic or treating the virus a way and i was treating it a different way so that was a big learning curve too because it's like okay do i get close to her do i not get close to her is she coming too close to me and so like it was like a lot of different things to think about in one small moment just to make a friend (laughs) oh yeah even yeah like that's that was a weird time I'm glad that it's not like that anymore thank god but for sure I can't believe like that was actually a thing like we really went through it as like a fucking society (laughs) during that (laughs) I know everyone put on your your boots we combat boots and we we handled it (laughs) (laughs) well do you guys have anything else to say because I think we had really good pointers on this episode Oh, yeah, it was nice. so much fun. Thank you, Mary, for, for thinking about us, for inviting us, and kind of, you know, continuing this amazing community that we're in as a creators okay. in this realm. Thank Thanks you. so much for having us. Hopefully we can do this again soon. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. yeah, we'll have to bring you on ours. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm down for that. <laughs> yes. It was wonderful. Thanks, Mary. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.